Yo. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Love God, Love Sex podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Heath. What's good, everybody? It's Jamie. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What it be? What it do? Who it be? What it be like? These are the questions of Shakespeare <laughs> in Harlem. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, guys, always thank you for the love we're getting on our socials, TikTok, YouTube, at Love God, Love Sex Pod. Follow us on TikTok, subscribe on YouTube, uh, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, at Love God, Love Sex Pod. Go ahead and subscribe. Thanks again for all the love. Always open to your comments and suggestions. Navigate over to those spots and leave us a good comment. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star rating or rating of your choosing. That shows how great and spectacular we are. Five stars. And uh, leave a comment. So with that said, let's get right into today's topic. All box is not created equal. And yes, we're talking about vagina. Mm. All box is not created equal. Why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because there is a point POV point of view that Jay and I have, which is oftentimes when we talk about sex between men and women, men's dicks get rated, the size gets rated, the girth gets rated, the length gets rated, the, the motion of the ocean gets rated. But we've noticed as men, when we talk about women, we don't see the same type of rating system happening on either side. So what I mean by either side, men really aren't rating women's boxes or vaginas, we're going to use box for today, the same way that we have a breakdown system for men and their members. And also, we notice on the woman's side, women really don't critique their sex game or their box game, if we can use it for this episode, the same way that men will critique their own sex game. So we're going to get into all of this today, the varieties, the differences, the conversation, and we're going to set it off by talking about how men and women both look at their genitalia, right? So let's start with men because we're, we're going to, I think, crack something over with women, but let, let's always start with men because we're men. I think for most of us, and I know for me, your dick is a sacred tree. Why do I say a sacred tree? Because in most stories you read in folklore and in mythology, there's always a tree that stands out that needs to be cared for, a tree that needs to be watered, sometimes even a tree that needs to be avoided. And even in the avoiding, you're caring because you're making sure the other trees are cared for so that that tree can be avoided. And so your dick is like a sacred tree. You have to water it. You have to stroke it. You have to feed it. And you're always constantly making sure that it works because for men, your dick working is tied to the psychology of performance. If your dick does not perform the way you want it to perform, you are considered a failure. If that tree can't provide you know, shade in the summer and fruit in season, then that tree is useless. I don't care how big or how tall it's gotten. If it can't provide shade in the summer or fruit in season, you look at yourself as completely inept and unworthy and off you know you're off the uh the playing field and onto the bench and sometimes when you get to the bench they just give you the papers right there man you might as well just get off the team because <laughs> shit on the bench you just holding up top space for someone else and they cut you right there at the game <laughs> exactly you just go in the back and get you in fact don't even get your stuff right. getting your escalate in fact we'll email it. get in the cab we'll it to you <laughs> getting that uber and just and stay gone and be gone forever yeah. 
don't we'll come back. your things. Yeah. What is your take on how men view their penises? You know, it's so funny. I was telling somebody recently. I am excited every morning I wake up with an erection mm, because it's healthy. It's a, it's a great sign of uh, health and being virile. And it, to me, it's just a signal that my body still has vitality and I can still do what I need to do for myself to sustain myself, to get better at, you know, whatever the day's demand is in terms of task and workload, I still have the vitality to do it and perform. Mm. So regardless, if I never have sex that day that I wake up with it, it just feels good to feel healthy. Yo, you preaching right now. Cause that's one of the things I love waking up with a heart on. It becomes so much more precious to you as you begin to age or rec recognizing that you are aging. Cause you're always aging, but the recognition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that right there to me is the complete picture of what it for me, what it means to this, the importance of this member. Mm. Um, I mean, I also do believe that <clears throat> men are a prize, just like women are a prize. And I think in, in terms of moving society forward, you need a penis just like you need a vagina. And so because there's a need for this member, it has its own inherent value. And so that's just what I'm trying to affirm in myself. Like, yo, you have every day you wake up, you have inherent value because of the member and the body that you occupy. Yeah. yeah. And another thing I'm going to add, and that those all great. Uh, I've seen a TikTok that says, if you're not horny, you're not healthy. So there's the idea of, you know, nitric <laughs> oxide, eating yeah. a certain way, eating certain types of meals certain type of foods, ingredients, spices, all important to maintaining health, especially for men. Some of our diets are just atrocious. But the other side of having a member before we get into women is my dick is a weapon. I think Redman once said on his uh, first album, What the Album, my dick's name machete and it stabs much whole cakes. <laughs> dick's name machete and it stabs much whole cakes. Shout out to Reggie Noble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Redman Newark in the house. Shout out to Jerry Newark. But I think we as men have groomed or we groom our dicks to be weapons because our penises perform. They go out and they become unsheathed, right? You unsheath your sword and you insert. And then that sword has to do some serious work. It has to be able to provide pleasure. Now, some men think about women's pleasure, but as from... Our anecdotal survey, a lot of men ain't thinking about women's pleasure. They just thinking, I went in there, I got it, one, two, three, sleep, get up, get out, whatever, or even sleep, just get out. And, you know, you ain't thinking less about whether she enjoyed herself or reached higher, higher planes of pleasure because you got yours. And so I think the dick is, again, the performance element, the weapon element is a big part of the dick experience right now for a lot of... I think virile or men who see themselves as virile men in, in America. And that's another part that I, I think will tie into when we get into the woman's side as well, into this larger part of this conversation. The weapon. <clears throat> Death wish for with Charles Bronson. This time the weapon is personal. What was his catchphrase? Oh, son. They're all on HBO right now. And I was, I, you know, those movies were abysmal. It was like, make my day, punk. Oh, no, that was uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember what Death Wish was with Charles Bronson. Dude was like a 95-year-old man doing action movies. Right, with with the 
with the 44 Magnum. The dude was, like, dude was 95 from the time he was like 1945. I mean, he's just an old. I'm like, you pull the trigger on that, man, that blowback would just take your, your whole torso up. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, yeah. but I think to, to your point, though, it it, it kind of shows how men view the, the member when they have a weapon like that. Like they think of, oh, especially if it's if it's got some size and some weight to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the heat or it's been told missile. it has some weight to it, or it's been told that it, you know, <laughs> exactly. It's been told. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been told. It's been affirmed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been verified. There's been an affidavit. You can go back and get the uh, the claim sheet. You know, <laughs> see the the credentials. Um, but you know, so nobody ever told me growing up that I should look at it that way. It's just I think maybe just through my life experiences or coming into the understanding of inherent value. And like I said, I see that in both men and women, both men and women have that. Just my life experiences have kind of taught me like, yo, I never heard that men were a prize growing up. But in this conversation of moving society forward and being fruitful and multiplying, you need both. And so because I never had anyone tell me that growing up, I think I just learned that Mm-hmm. And it's something that I want to uphold with myself every day because it's like you said, it's directly tied to confidence. It's directly tied to self-esteem and performance and all of these other things that we, tasks that we have to fulfill in life as a man. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think every man should be validating their member on the regular basis. You know, these affirmations yeah, that yeah. we say or confessions over our body. I think we need to be doing that just as much as women need to be doing it over their body, their members, their so genitalia as that, well. That's a good transition. Let's let's shift the conversation to our perception of the box. So I've told you before, one of the things I've noticed in sexual in- intimacies between a man and a man and women and when they're analyzed in ad hoc or in anecdotal conversations is when a man talks about his prowess in the bedroom, that can't be verified by the man. It has to be verified by the woman he had sex with. So if he says, oh, I knocked the pussy out the park. I mean, shit, that shit was flying. I mean, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, here it comes. And she goes, nigga, you barely got to first base. Who are people going to believe? The, the woman. I actually had an experience once I'm gonna keep it a hundred one time I was talking to my mother and I was talking about prowess and she was like well you can't you know validate that that she's got to say that because most of us are used to men just talking 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 and as we know as human beings we respect social proof verification and scarcity and we know that talk is not scarce it's an abundance so I need now that the talk has been taken care of I need the other real ways of verifying that what you said happened actually happened. Fair enough. I don't have a problem with that. You know, mm-hmm. you get the verification, you good to go. You got the paperwork, you waving it there, you good to go. I'm a unit citizen. How do I know if you're a citizen? You got that, you, that blue passport. Fair enough. But what I notice is if a man questions the quality of a woman's box, and I'm not talking about it stings or smell. I'm not talking about all that BV. And that's, that's a serious case. And we could talk about that in other episodes. I'm just saying, he says, yo, the sex was whack. I don't think the same indictment of being bad in the bedroom hangs on a woman the way it hangs on a man. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. 
But I, wait a minute. See, now that, this, that you said this, oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead finish yeah, yeah, point. let me just finish, finish this point. And it doesn't. And here's the thing. I don't even think for the woman that's even a bad indictment because I think in my mind that most women know a couple of things. One, there's always going to be a dude who wants to stick his you know, member in her vaginal canal. She can go get that any day of the week and twice on Sunday and then three more times on Wednesday. Number two, and here's more maybe more of a controversial statement. We have raised generations of women for many years now, but let's just deal with the last 70 years to always hypervalue, right? Their vaginas. Most women I know have either been from their families or from, again, society's weird. It doesn't teach you anything, but you learn everything from society. So there's no formal pedagogy, but you're, you're piecing things together to form a picture of what's actually happening because there's ways that body language or violence or even subtleties of in movement and uh, behavior influence us. And we learn from that so we know how to act accordingly in our environment. Where, you know, women, even as far as ages four or five, I've seen young girls you know, maybe on the couch, reading with their legs open with a pair of jeans on and someone said, close them legs up, keep them legs closed, keep them legs closed. And then as they age, that also message is always being guys only want one thing. Guys always want one thing. You better control it because you control it. They do control it. And here this conversation keeps ballooning. Again, this is coming from my perception, my point of view, which as a straight black male is limited. But I'm coming from this point of view so that when I believe when women do have sex with dudes, I don't think the average woman is thinking about riding no, 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 no dude's dick into oblivion. She ain't thinking about doing no cowgirl reverse cowgirl. First of all, that stuff takes work. Number one. I think that's why you have women now professionals teaching women how to ride dick because it, it's a workout and they ain't doing mm -hmm. it on no pillows. They doing it on a hardwood floor. You be, you would learn dance, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, you know, like you can do Jiu Jitsu there, but you would do other ballet because it's work. It is work to ride a dick. Yeah. And then some of them would say, some of y'all small dicks slide out anyway. So wow. I heard a, a woman wow. said that. But <laughs> so when they give you when they give you the box, they're just like, hey, I gave you the box. So for them, if it's a scale from one to 10, 10 being the highest of the sex, I started at 9.5. So you because should just be happy. You came to me. I give the analogy if you come to me like, yo, man, I really need money, man. Uh, yo, man, I'm starving. I'm hungry right now. I give you $50 million. Now, you didn't have $50 million. You were the one asking. I gave you the $50 million. I give you the $50 million, and then next week, you're like, man, fuck that motherfucker. He ain't shit. Or fuck that motherfucker, uh, Heath. He ain't shit. I'm like, yo, son, you, 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 you was begging me for $50 million. I gave it to you. How you on me now? Because now you want to say that, you know, whatever I gave you wasn't enough or that I didn't give it to you quick enough or that the value of the 50 million went down once you got possession of it. And now it's not worth as much. You know, the, 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 uh, the price of the dollar has gone down and purchasing power is diminished. But I gave you 50 million dollars at that spot, that price. So what do you care about? And so I think that a lot of times we have overvalued. And this is not an indictment on women or traditional practices from women. Women are doing what they got to do to survive and thrive. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about this larger matrix of how we perceive each other's body parts and how we're saying, you know, all box isn't created equal. 
You want to jump in? Well, what I was going to say first, I think there is something to teaching women to value that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, it, I mean, you know, just in terms of inherent value, again, it has that. And, and there's a mm-hmm. high value on it because it's a center for creativity. Um, on many levels. On many levels, right. And so I think there is something too is beneficial to, to teach women to value that. Um, I just don't think we should be telling them that this is how they should define themselves or, or yes. their only value is in yes. designing. Yeah. That's, so I'm yes. with you on that. Yeah, that's the point um, I'm making. And we do that too. I'm not saying this is women in their women's circles or, or, or women communities doing this. We're doing that as men. There's some, some interesting feedback loops that are happening here. This is not a critique against traditions of women, which I'm totally ignorant about. This is not a critique on them. This is talking about what I'm seeing as feedback systems and what's happening when men and women come together. And it's not just, it's because women aren't doing this or men doing that. Let's talk about the interactions that are creating this, this chemical reaction. Yeah. And the other point I was just going to make was in terms of what you were saying about the indictment and whose neck it hangs around. And I, I was going to say, or ask, do you feel like, you know, a guy being like, well, the sex wasn't that great, so I'm going to keep her. We talked about Love Loop on the last mm-hmm. episode. I'm going to keep her and still have all of these other women, these physical outlets. I mean, I feel like that's kind of, it may not necessarily be an indictment, but they're treating them as if what they're not bringing to the bedroom justifies them going out and having more women. So, I mean, I guess it is it is an indictment in, in some kind of way. Yeah, but it's not an indictment that I would think prevent another suitor or another man, just he's a lover, let's talk about sex, coming behind him. If a woman, if a woman gets wind of a man's reputation that he's bad in the bedroom, that increases that the higher mean. probability that that woman's going to avoid that dude. Now, let's say he makes $80 million a year. Well, then that may discount and that woman would deal with it and she'll get whatever she needs on the side from whoever else. And Nicole Smith. <laughs> Whatever. But you know, well, he didn't have a reputation for being bad and bad. He was just an elderly dude. Hey, so you probably know he wasn't probably getting it up like that. Yeah, but I mean, that's not like he had a, like a string of women coming back from like 1952. Like, by the way, in 1951, <laughs> we were at the Yale Gala. And- I was just I was just saying the 80 million would offset the, the bad report. Oh, you nobody thinking about do my voice. old person voice, man. All of the old person voice. <laughs> and he approached me and for some fondling and kissing then insertion. And frankly, that wasn't it. <laughs> old people just, <laughs> I love old people's body. Like, that wasn't it. It oh, wasn't man. it. The, the get a control get of it. They'll warn the you too. A dire. Get control. All right. But I see what you mean about the end that you, and you're right. If, if there's a bad report, if you get that low dick yelp rating and that word circulates, it the reputation the, is finished. The likelihood the you're not, you're not. Now you get a high one as a man, and a lot of women have said they want to test out the Lamborghini. They want to hop in that Lamborghini, go for a ride around the city, even if they can't get on the highway. There's like we just went city blocks, and that Lamborghini was. Just, let me tell you right now, just you're gonna get you one the Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, get you a. Well, I was thinking about, I was thinking about a camera. I said Lamborghini. Don't you dare. Talking Whereas, about that zero to 60 in no I time. I mean, how many dudes is like, yo, you know, the pussy was kind of white. Niggas be like, ah, I kind of want to test it hit. out for myself. I'll still hit. <laughs> I'll still hit. 
So let me let me ask you this, because this is interesting that we're talking about this. Do you feel like it's a woman's job to make sex good for a man? Just and I'm saying this mm. because yo, it, essentially, if the box is tight enough, wet enough, warm enough, what more does she really have to do? But that's the point I'm making. I think women think like that. Like, yo, dude, you were begging me for this. I didn't approach you in the street and say, oh, my gosh, you're breathtaking. Can I just talk? Can I pull over for a second? Just, uh, I mean, I've never seen. So- she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. She, you, she didn't walk up to you in the club and say, excuse me. I know it's really loud in here, but I'd love to buy you and your friend some drinks and get to know you. My name is Marquise. This is my friend Tron. And we're just trying to. You did that three months yeah. ago. She didn't do that. You came up to her. And then you paid for dates or you tried to or you did whatever you had to do. Rob, steal and borrowed. You put the bandana over your, your nose like the dudes in the Wild West robbing uh, stage cars. <laughs> you get all the gold and all the, all the paperbacks you can get to take her out and wine and dine her. Then she gives it up to you. And then you talk about, man, that sex wasn't even all. She wasn't even all that. But the pussy was tight and it was wet. What more do you want? I just laid there. I let yeah. you have let a you trip have to the Taj Mahal. Way. I'm not going to go to the Taj Mahal. Man, fuck the Taj Mahal. Hey, niggas, shit, there's a lot of people want to go to Taj Mahal. If I came back and said, man, the Taj Mahal was whack. Most people are like, I'm going to India next. Fuck, fuck, I don't care about you. If you came back from Mykonos, Greece, if you came back from the Maldives, if you came back from the ruins in Constantinople, which is not uh, Turkey, whatever. If you came back from Rome and was like, man, Vatican... I mean, it's I. Right. It ain't like you ain't going to see a throng of people at the Vatican next year. Yeah. They're going to be out there for Easter service. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Or Waiting for the Pope's Pope blessing. Dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Now, you tell people you went to a restaurant, got food poisoning, and was crapping in your pants on the way home in the Uber so bad that they, they charge you for cleaning fees. Most likely, people aren't going to that restaurant. And that's what bad dick is. Yeah, the equivalent but, of food you, poisoning. But you're, saying, but you're saying bad box is not the same. There's probably no such thing as bad box. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Well, well, so this, and this for is women, so crazy. I don't think they have the same need to perform and the same need to show out, and the, because they're not under the same lens and the same critique that we are. Because right, we have the weapons. We are geared towards performance for for us and for them. And for them, I have the the goose that laid the golden egg. And I want some golden eggs. Take them, sell them on eBay. Mm. Be a millionaire, a quadrillionaire. That's a new drink, quadrillionaire. They said, you need to go back to school. That's It's interesting that, though, that you say this because I feel like I've had bad sex, but you're, I don't know if I've had bad box. Maybe she was like, uh, uh, maybe making some weird noises. You don't know if you're making love to her or snuffleupagus. Like, or just the energy, I, it's just been like the energy wasn't really yeah, there. Like yeah. The attraction was there and I could tell we wanted to go there, but it was like yeah, the, the energy wasn't off. cohesive. The, the connection was off. And it's like, I, I'm inside you and we're doing this, but we're not really connected. It's it's not, it's not, it's not an experience that both of us are engaged in if individually next, or collectively. If her next suitor or boyfriend or a one night stand sat down with you and said, Hey, listen, you were the previous guy to hit it. I'm about to hit it tonight. Uh, box was it bad or was it 
was a great. You would probably say, yeah, the box was cool. It was just a box. Okay, thanks. That's all I need to hear. Thank you. What about anything? No, 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 no. That's well, it. That's that's it. Interview's that's over. It. <laughs> excuse Thank me. He throws the, Enough the information placard in there. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. He just runs, <laughs> dropping his pants off halfway through the, the, the... He wouldn't do that. Now, if a woman set a dude down and was like, yo, listen, he was talking a big game. He was talking about he goes hours. I mean, he needs to reduce that down oh oh, what what, to minutes no to seconds no i'm telling you girl you get 30 at maybe most 30 seconds Mm. well then what does he go down no he doesn't go downtown he says his his train stops at at 96th street he don't go down to feedy all right and he's not not seducing on top of that yeah 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 yeah, exactly (laughs) oh you can forget because he i mean paying for my uber was like i thought i had to fight the gates of hell so sister thank you thank you so much i can take you out to brunch if you want because you just saved me a whole bunch of time you saved me sister so you know in fact let's go uh no i'm not coming in that bedroom with you you better go somewhere with your second second having self flash i was just thinking about it i have had bad box what made it bad was It's it's weird to say this, but it was too wet. It's just, <laughs> I, I know it's I know it's weird to hear something like that, but for me, I actually like friction. And because it was just like so wet, there wasn't a lot of it, it, it almost felt like I don't know. You have you ever tried to masturbate with too much lubricant? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's just like it's you like just that. can't get you can't get a whole you need something in there you could just something. I understand what you're saying. For a second, that's what, what made it bad. But I, I mean, I guess I can't really call it bad because having moisture is a is a great functionality. It's a sign that she's healthy. Oh, uh, you know, the waterfalls in Switzerland are just too waterfally. You know, it's just like you're in Zurich, and then you're traveling. You're on the countryside, and the waterfalls are just. Oh, the waterfall in Lake Victoria isn't wet. that big. I mean. But I say people be at Lake Victoria. I know someone got proposed to some, uh, in Lake Victoria. They'll be proposing mm-hmm. next year and the year it's after that, place. 50 years place. from now, if the planet's still around, they'll be proposing at Lake Victoria, <laughs> but they won't yeah. be at that restaurant right. that gave your boy and your homegirl the runs that, that made them crap in that Uber. Yeah, facts, facts. So yeah, I, I guess I got to recant on that. It wasn't bad box. It was just a bad experience because it wasn't ideal for it, the type of feeling and sensation that I like. Now, again, I'm not talking about when there's an issue or some people have talked to me about, you know, smelly vaginas. Again, I'm keeping that aside because there needs to be education around what's happened with women's bodies. I know that the two podcasts, the two night podcast, it's a podcast with a woman from England who's a porn star who was talking about BV and that guys usually give women BV. So I don't want to have a conversation about smelly vaginas without being educated about it because that would be unfair to women. And, and if we're really going to talk about it, we should have a woman on the podcast who can educate us about it. So that's just, you know, one, one piece to it. But this piece of a healthy, normal, even a woman, I think, is not even thinking. If you told a woman, hey, man, I got something to tell you. Yeah, what's up? Your box is bad. She's like, what are you talking about? I mean, I, I, I mean, we had sex and yeah, I nutted. But yeah, you can't. I nutted, but it ain't all that. It ain't all that to me. You even think she's going to be thinking like, yo, I've never heard this before. Mm -hmm. B, you nutted. 
You asked a nut in me, I'd let you nut in me. I took a plan B and then took another plan C, D, and F. And now you telling really me trying to have your child. Yeah, because I definitely don't want no child to come and tell me, you know, <laughs> that vagina that vaginal canal I was born out of was Miami, uh, she was holding me in. I didn't really like it too tough. <laughs> exactly. That fetal position in there was just, yeah. I've, I've had other experience. So she would look at you like you're crazy. And then it, if you think she went to her friends or she went to whether they're men or women and said, yo, he said my box is bad. I think I need to go home and recalibrate. There'll be a line out the door in front of her apartment or her home being like, I don't, don't listen to that dude. Next. <laughs> right. Take my word for it. You can trust <laughs> yeah. me. Don't listen to him. So this is what we're saying. All boxes not created equal. And I think this is just an interesting comment or commentary on how we perceive bodies between men and women. And then more importantly, like I said, this is not a critique of men and women. This is looking at how we're together and how these, when we're together and we have these reactions, they create these larger, larger chemical reactions with these responses that come from the left and the right from men and for women. And I, I don't think every woman I know has had always a line of men trying to fuck them. I had, I had someone I know who had cancer so badly. She was still going to work. Skin was gray. She's beautiful. Brown skin, Sri Lankan sister. Skin was going gray. Hair was like bald. Yeah. Close to bald. Had nothing. She was maybe, she thought at one point she was six weeks away from death, still going to work and dudes of the job were still trying to beat. Cause, cause, cause niggas going nig, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> men is going men, son. Yeah, men is going to men. That, I think it's about it. Yeah, men is going to men. Men are going to men. And on that yeah. note, you got any final takes on this on this episode? I know it was a little bit different, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the convo. You got any takes? Me too. Me too. Um, nah, man. I, I think uh, if anything, I just want to say to our you know, female audience, women audience, if you have been taught or feel like you've kind of learned that uh, the the wholeness or completion of the definition of who you are as a woman is just completely rooted or solely rooted in your vagina. Um, hopefully there, there's a, a pathway to, to changing that dynamic internally and, and you learning that that is just a piece of who you are, not the whole of who you are. Mm. Well said. And for me, Maybe I need to go check out some of those places I mentioned. Greece, Mykonos. <laughs> Stick a board up Constantinople. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it back. Way back. Emperor Constantine. Uh, so we are available on uh, TikTok, YouTube, at Love God Love Sex Pod. Follow us on TikTok, subscribe on YouTube. And we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, at Love God Love Sex Pod. Go ahead and subscribe. And of course, email. Always open the email. Any show ideas, suggestions, or comments, feedback, testimonials, totally open to it. Again, we haven't said this in a while, but we said this in our first season. This whole experience, the Love God Love Sex experience, is about helping people move along in their own journey of self-acceptance and healing. So we hope that we can do that in a very real and tangible way. So any comments or uh, any feedback you have is greatly uh, appreciated. Connect at lovegodlovesexpodcast.net. And with that said, till next episode, take care. Peace.